fam, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, here to read you guys another adventure-packed story. I've got something really exciting to announce to you all, and that is that our premium channel is now live. So guys, you can join the premium channel to receive bonus stories every Friday, plus our entire catalog ad-free, as well as lots of other amazing perks, including premium shout-outs, which I'm going to read out in a moment. So to become a premium member, just go to our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com and you can click on premium and sign up there. So today's very first premium member shout-outs go to Hannah and Alicia from Ohio, George and Alfie from Texas, and Lila from Sydney, Australia. Thank you guys so much for joining our premium channel, and we hope that you have an amazing day. Okay, so today's story request comes from Ellie, Isaac, and Aiden, and they would love a story about the time that they got shrunk to the size of ants. They would love to include all the crazy adventures that they experience while they're tiny, and they'd love an interaction with their big puppy, Cooper. Oh, we love this idea, guys. Thank you so much, and we hope that you love the story that Simon has written for you. Are you guys all ready? Let's go. Welcoming a new puppy into your home is lots of fun, and this was certainly the case for Ellie, Isaac, and Aiden when Cooper came to live with them. Cooper was into everything, always interested in new things, and always ready to play. After one busy day of chasing each other around, everybody was feeling tired. And so Ellie, Isaac, and Aiden had collapsed in front of the TV with Cooper at their feet. It seemed Cooper was the most exhausted of them all. But half an hour later, when Ellie looked down to check on him, she realized Cooper was missing. Hey, said Ellie, spinning around in her seat. Cooper's gone. Oh, he better not be in my room again, said Isaac fearing for what he'd find chewed to pieces. Wait, said Aiden suddenly. There he is. He's in the backyard. Oh no, groaned Ellie. Cooper was digging a hole in the lawn, sending soil and grass everywhere. That naughty pup, cried Isaac, as they all raced outside to stop him. But when they got there, Cooper had already finished his digging. In fact, He'd uncovered something and was pulling it out of the dirt. What have you got there, Cooper? asked Ellie as she bent down and gently wrestled it from him. Under the crusty mud, it was horseshoe-shaped and made of red metal and what could have been gold. They all followed Ellie into the kitchen where she ran it under the faucet. That looks amazing, said Aiden. But what is it? Can I hold it? You can go after me, said Isaac, reaching for the object at the same time. At the exact moment all three of their hands were touching it, something bizarre happened. The world all seemed to go wobbly and rush upwards extremely fast. 
What just happened? shouted Ellie. They were in an enormous building with giant walls stretching upwards beside them. Where are we? asked Isaac, spinning around. Then his eyes fell upon a gigantic creature a short distance away. It was lying down and licking its paws. Is that... is that Cooper? Oh no, said Ellie quietly. This is our kitchen. We're on the floor of the kitchen. So we must be tiny, said Aiden. Yeah, agreed Isaac. We're the size of ants. They watched Cooper raise himself up on his four gigantic feet and began padding across the floor towards them. No, Cooper, go back, shouted Ellie. If he tries to lick us, we'll probably end up being swallowed. Run, screeched Aiden, and the three of them ran as fast as their tiny legs would carry them to behind a towering wall. No sooner had they reached it, though, that the wall began to lift off the ground. Looking up, the three children could see Koopa had picked up the horseshoe shape and was now trotting off further into the house with it. Are we stuck like this? wondered Aiden. Ellie looked at them both and laughed. We do look funny. I don't think people have ever been so little. But how did we get this way? Aiden asked. When we all touch that object at the same time, explained Ellie. And I think if we want to be normal size again, we'll need to touch it again. Isaac slapped his forehead. But Cooper's just run off with it. Then we'd better go find him, said Ellie with a shrug of her shoulders. Running across the kitchen was easy. They hardly weighed anything, so gravity didn't have quite the same effect on them as when they were large. As they reached the edge of the kitchen, Aiden spotted something wedged in a gap beneath one of the kitchen units. Hey, look! It's the missing piece of my Star Wars Lego! I've been looking for that! Ha! laughed Ellie. You'd never have spied it if you hadn't been so tiny. Out in the hallway, Cooper was lying on the rug, chewing the mysterious object. There he is! shouted Isaac, and they all raced towards him. It was easy to move on the smooth floor, but the rug was a different matter. It was a forest of fibers stretching up above them. The trouble was, the only way to reach Cooper was to travel across the rug. They were going to have to try. Ellie went first, clambering up between two rug fibers. It's not difficult, she called down to her brothers. Again, because of her tiny weight, climbing and jumping was no trouble at all. They were soon leaping and hopping between the rug's fibers like deer trotting through a forest. But just as they drew close to Cooper at the center of the rug, somewhere in the house, a telephone began to ring. Cooper cocked his head sideways, then snatched up the object and went to investigate. Oh no, wailed Isaac. He's getting away. Watch where he goes, said Ellie urgently. So close, 
groaned Aiden. Although, crossing this rug has been great fun. It's a good job you enjoyed it, giggled Ellie, because we've got to go a long way to get out of it again. By the time they did climb down from the rug, they weren't really sure where Koopa had got to, and so ended up following the noise of the television that they'd left playing. The room looked so different from their tiny perspective. There were the chairs and other items of furniture, a magazine left on the floor, and all kinds of toys scattered around the place. The problem was there were too many things Cooper could be hiding behind. We need to get higher up, Ellie said. That should help us spot him. And so the three children climbed up a small table, using the cable of a lamp to get there. The table wasn't terribly high, but it was still much higher than they were. Can you see him? asked Aiden, scanning around the room. There, said Isaac, pointing excitedly. But unfortunately, it was to a point on the opposite side of the room. Oh, how are we going to get over there quickly enough? groaned Aiden. Knowing our luck, by the time we're halfway there, Koopa will have gone somewhere else. Perhaps I can help, smiled Isaac, gesturing to his right. There were several Hot Wheels cars on the table beside them, and connected to the edge of the table was Isaac's orange Hot Wheels track, with a car balanced at the start. You're not suggesting we ride in that, said a shocked Ellie. Why not, said Isaac. We'll get across the room in no time. Okay, well, if you're sure, said Ellie, although she sounded far from convinced. The car on the starting grid was an open-top red Mustang, so it was easy enough to climb inside. Okay, said Aiden, but how do we make it go? Let's try rocking it, suggested Ellie. And so the three of them began shaking and rocking from side to side. At first, nothing seemed to happen. But then, slowly but surely, the car began to roll forward. It's moving, laughed Isaac. But as it reached the edge of the table, where the track dropped away before them, the three of them were reminded of how Isaac had built the track. They were heading for a giant loop. Oh, no! They all screeched as one, but it was too late. The car was racing towards it. Their world turned upside down as they shot around the loop, then off to the end of the track, across the floor, under the couch, to eventually roll to a stop just short of Koopa's wagging tail. Oh, wow! said Isaac. That was amazing, said a slightly dizzy Aiden. Come on, Ellie urged. We're close now. They staggered out of the car and ran beside Cooper, where he continued to chew on the object. This meant the horseshoe shape wasn't staying particularly still, and the three of them had to be careful not to get squashed as it was moved about. Ready? asked Ellie. The boys nodded. And all as one, they reached forward and placed their palms on the red and gold surface of the object. The room immediately felt as if it was shrinking. 
but in fact, they were growing at tremendous speed. Cooper yelped and backed away at the sudden appearance of his three loved ones, then pounced on them with delight at this strange new game. Feel, said Isaac, bending to pick up his red Mustang. We did it! And it was great, laughed Aiden, from where he was making a great fuss of Cooper on the floor. Well, we could do it again, said Ellie, waving the horseshoe shape. Although, next time, we should make sure we keep this well away from Cooper. They decided the safest thing to do was hide the horseshoe object on a shelf in Ellie's room, well out of Cooper's reach. It was a good plan, and Cooper soon forgot all about it. But part of the reason for that was the other hole Cooper dug in the garden when he dug up the green and gold horseshoe shape, and that sent the children on a whole different kind of adventure. But that, of course, is another story. The End